0: Hey, good afternoon, students. If you're watching this, man, it's so good uh, to be back with you today as we continue to walk through the Psalms. And uh, I just realized that I'm like all decked out in Hornets stuff. And that was not uh, planned. I mean, go Hornets, go Charlotte. But uh But yeah, I guess this is my love for sports and my missing sports. You can say to my dog here too. Uh, I guess my missing sports is just oozing out in my wardrobe choice right now. But uh, man, it's so good to to see you on here again. And uh, man, hope that you're enjoying our walk through the Psalms. And uh, I I said this a couple Psalms ago. I said, you know, if you were, I think it was... uh, psalms 87 i said you know if you're not a reader psalm 87 is for you because it's short uh and if you're not a reader then psalm 89 is not for you because psalm 89 is about 52 verses long which really come on it's not that long i mean it's like literally less than a full page or maybe a page and a half in your bible like nothing crazy but uh, it's a longer psalm so i'm not going to read uh the whole thing i want you to on your own time man read psalm uh, 89 and then maybe, maybe come back and listen to this and think about it but I think this psalm is a good example of how it's important to read all of the Bible right? And not even all of the Bible, but but what I mean by that is like, if you read one verse, okay, that's that's great that that one verse says something, but why don't you read the verses around it? And why don't you read the entirety of the chapter and, and hopefully even the book that you find that one verse in? but Because sometimes in the Bible, there's a verse that like on its own is like, man, that's awesome. And that means this. And then if you read the entire verses around it, it's like, Okay, that kind of contradicts what I thought the first verse meant. I'll never forget, I heard a guy preach a sermon on uh, the four soils that Jesus talks about, right? And I remember Jesus is talking about the kingdom of God is like a farmer who sows seed, you know, and uh, some seed falls on a path and some seed falls on fertile soil, some falls on rocks or thorns. And this guy interpreted all these things of what those things meant, Well, the problem with that is Jesus, like a paragraph later, the disciples ask Jesus what his uh, parable meant and what he meant by the soils. And Jesus explains what the soils meant and what Jesus explained was different than what the guy preached, right? And, and what happened is the guy just didn't keep on reading in the chapter. So I think it's so important when you read your Bible, man, take your time and, and just read it all because I, I'm not going to lie. As I was reading through this Psalm before I got on uh, here to do this, I, I kind of had in my mind the way I thought this Psalm was going to go and the way this devotion was going to go. but Because man, really the first um, really the first 37 verses are like awesome. I mean, it is so uplifting. It's so big. I mean, it's a, it's amazing. And what the psalmist is doing is he's looking back on the faithfulness of God, lo- looking back on the steadfast love of God, the never failing love of God, the consistent love of God. He's looking back on that and he's praising God for it. I mean, it's just a cool psalm. But what's what's crazy is what happens in verse 39. Because if you read the first half, you kind of get a feel for where the psalm is going, and maybe you even skip to the next one and you're like, okay, I get it. I get it. Like, God's love is awesome, God's love is amazing. But look at what happens in verse 38. He says, But now you have cast off and rejected. You are full of wrath against your anointed. It's like, okay, God, you were doing all this stuff in the past, and you were for us, and it was obvious, and it was amazing, and God, we were seeing you do incredible things. But now it seems like you're not doing the same things you used to do, right? Now, God, in this current present state, it seems like you're not doing what you used to do. It reminds me of, um, I just got the chance to preach at the lift the last two weeks, but it reminds me of the book of Esther in Esther chapter three, when on the 13th day of the first month, the people, the Jewish people get a decree that on the 12th day or the 13th day of the 12th month, all the Jews are going to die. And they get that on the 13th day of the first month. Well, on the 15th day of the first month, they're supposed to celebrate Passover, right? So they're looking back and they're celebrating how God brought the Israelites out of Egypt, but in their present, they're facing destruction. And the question that you kind of ask is, what's it like to celebrate God's deliverance in your past while you're facing destruction in your present? And that's kind of what's happening here. The psalmist is looking back and saying, God, I saw your steadfast love then. I saw what your steadfast love did for us in those days. But right now it seems like you are against us. And what he's doing is he's calling upon God. Say, God, I've seen you move in my life. God, I've seen you work wonders in my life. I've seen you do amazing things. God, would you come and would you do it again in my life? It it really reminds me of the song that, that we sing often where you know we talk about seeing God doing it again, right? God, I've seen you do it in the past. I know you're able. Help me to have faith for the future because I will see you do it again. And I love how this Psalm ends because because really he goes on for us 38 to to 51, kind of talking about God, I need you to move. God, it doesn't seem like you're here, but look at how he ends this Psalm in verse 52. He says, blessed be the Lord forever. Amen and amen. It's almost like, God, I haven't seen you move yet, but I'm still gonna bless you. God, I haven't seen how you're answering and how you're going to solve this situation yet, but I'm still going to praise you. And so I just encourage you, man, maybe you're maybe you're sitting there and you can identify a lot with that. And I hope you would read Psalm 89, but you're sitting there thinking, okay, I've seen God move in my past, but it doesn't seem like he's moving in my present. And God, I need you to move now. I need you to, to do this. I need you to step up and be this in my life and all these things. I, I just encourage you. No matter what season, no matter what phase of life you find yourself in, would you end this episode? Would you end your day, end your time with the Lord today by saying the same thing that he says in verse 52? Man, bless the name of the Lord. Bless the Lord forever. Even if you haven't seen a move yet, bless him. If you are seen a move right now and it's amazing, bless him. If it seems like he's silent, bless him. Wherever you're at in life, man, bless the Lord forever because we look back And see that he's so able, see that he's so faithful, so incredibly good to us. His steadfast love has endured forever. And I I just reminded over the context of scripture that even right now, if you're in a moment where it seems like God's not working, he's always working. He's always positioned for victory. He's always moving and he's doing something in your life. So where you are today, Bless the Lord. All right, I love you. Hey, if you didn't catch our Motivational Monday video yesterday, go catch it. Um, go watch that on YouTube. And man, I hope you enjoy it. But we love you. Cannot wait to see you tomorrow night for student night online. It's gonna be so good. And uh, man, we miss you. We can't wait to see you again. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15.